the ice mage. The patience of the shaman of shade. The shadow priest and the ice mage. Welcome back, young caster. And to ye who has never joined me aside the fire, welcome to you. Salutations from the land of Thornville. Here we tell tales of shadow magic, and that of a priest from a town named Ogusfield, a town where all casters are equal in value, even the necromancer is accepted. The story is neither one about Ogusfield, nor one about the labyrinth of Ashgrail, nor one even about the northern lands of Thornville. This story is about the city of Lesser Caster. Not unlike Ogusfield, it was a city of peace and unity among all casters. Wizards hand in hand with witch and priest alike. There are many more tales to tell of Lesser Caster, some with more aspects of darkness, some with more aspects of light. In fact, this city of Lesser Caster is where the Shadow Priest found the end to endless night. Something he believed was neither in his grasp nor sight. However, this tale is a short one, for not long until the moon is gone, and you must soon sleep. And I hope that despite the darkness in this tale, you do not weep. But as always, there is a message to beseech of how the Shadow Priest keeps the darkness at bay. You see, in the city of Lesser unlike the town of Ogusfield, the casters were far more liberal with their romantic love, something that Ogusfield had not yet achieved culturally. Yet the beauty of this ideal was butchered one day when the young shadow priest went meandering for a stroll with the shaman of shade and the ice mage. Their intention was to spend time frolicking the meadows and seeking herbs for their potions and generally just sharing time and wisdom of one another's lives. The ice mage from a different background, a different kind of town, one where it was okay to look down upon another caster. The ice mage was a fearless character at the college. He would risk all, often dancing on thin ice, ensuing in battles of risk and determination. Yet on land, this time he was absent of innovation. You see, the three left the dorm, the shadow priest, the shaman of shade and the ice mage. Outside the gates were two necromancers, one male and one female. There were screams and both did wail. The male was casting against her with ferocious spells. The shadow priest in the shaman of shade knew that if it continued, that only pain and death would be felled. That this incident of terror had to be quelled. Yet the ice mage with the utmost of irony was frozen still, wrapped in fear. Despite his large bull-like size, his prowess and strength in combat, he was rendered weak at the knees and had tears in his eyes. Yet there was no time. The male necromancer was bashing down her protection spell. Her pain on her face was seen and heard as she did yell. The two stormed to her side and said, Have you no pride? They knew from previous experience that to attack him would only provoke the other necromancer into a possessive and dangerous rage. You see, when someone spends so much time with someone, they think they love, and are loved by. They, despite being victim to malevolent magic, would die for them. Even though the behavior 
they are treated with, if it were done to another, they would condemn. The shaman and priest, an unlikely duo, said, You fool, do you not know what you do? They crossed their arms and began casting a defense spell around the female necromancer. All the while, people riding wolves just passed by. Pedestrians were not questioning why, fearful that they too may face the necromancer and die. Then a pack of wolves with earth mages stopped to ask if everything was okay. Hate spewed out of the necromancer's lips, and that's when the shadow priest warned that he would let rip. The anger boiled inside the shadow priest and to the shaman of shade. Too many times had they seen this kind misbehave. It was not that he was a necromancer. It was the fact he abused his position of power. So the endless patience of our shadow priest dried thin. Suddenly, the light of the sun dimmed and crackling clouds adorned the sky. The shadow magic in synergy with nature up high. If the necromancer didn't run, he would surely die. The rain beated down upon all four. Enough now, the shaman of shade implored. The necromancer stopped beating her and stared into the eyes of the shadow priest, trying to beguile him with a chaos spell, although it was completely ineffective. By now our shadow priest had seen so much carnage and pain that he did not even wince. And the rain rinsed down. Suddenly the necromancer shed his outer armor, trying to cast the spell on the shaman of shade. The shaman of shame turned to the shadow priest and said, Can I kill this one? In the flash, the necromancer was gone. Not by magic, it was rather tragic. He was scuttling up the hill in fear, knowing the rat he was for abusing his power. The terrifying thing was the necromancer on the floor, the beaten, the one that almost entered death's door, was so entranced by the other necromancer that she screamed, Without your armor, the rain will burn your skin. She, despite the beating, still believed that she loved him. The necromancer let out a mighty laughter and began to return, thinking that together they would make the shaman of shade and the shadow priest burn. Then the shadow priest yelled, You are no caster! And the shaman of shade glowed and fled into the sky, and lightning striked all around the shadow priest. The necromancer fell to the floor in fear, turned and continued for the horizon, all the while knowing he was the most despised one. They returned to the lady necromancer and reminded her of her pride and said, you deserve a dutiful love at your side. Why for his name do you cry? I love him, she sighed. He nay love you, said the shadow priest. The shadow mage continued the dialogue for some time. Taught that love is not vengeance, it is something benign. And then the shadow priest turned and said, If it was your sister who faced the pain of this relationship, would you then be so quick to defend his malevolent behavior? That moment made her. They used the crystal orb and called her covenant and they were thanked. As they walked into the meadow, the storm continued to brood. The ice mage, no longer frozen in fear, 
drawing closer and near, hiding his tears. The shaman turned and said, The life energy is in a rage. They opened a book and turned to the page of optimism and beauty. They prayed to the life force to quell its anger. The sun once more adorned the sky and rainbows glistened up high. The ice mage said, My brother, he is a victim to chaos magic. He too a victim of the abuse of power, though of a different kind. I am sorry that I did bind you in my mind as a people of sin. Now you have a place within my heart. I view you unlike I did at the start. So, young caster, what we should learn is not a simple one to discern. Sometimes the enemy is hard to be seen for what they truly are. And it's only right to interrupt when it goes too far. For the power of impression is tied with suppression. Know your battle. Know when to walk away.